This is Good Hope FM News. Some of FIFA's biggest corporate sponsors, including McDonald's, Coca-Cola and Visa, have described Seb Blatter's resignation as the official, as the football world governing body's president, as a significant step towards building public trust. Leading figures in European footballers football's administration have also responded favorably. The American media say the FBI is investigating Blatter as part of a corruption inquiry into FIFA. Blatter has denied any wrongdoing. Nick Bryant reports. The U.S. authorities have refrained from public comment following Seth Blatter's decision to step down, but privately law enforcement officials have made it clear that the outgoing FIFA president is a focus of their ongoing investigation. The New York Times and Washington Post are both reporting that investigators will attempt to seek the cooperation of those already indicted to build a case against Mr. Blatter. Heavily armed police have been deployed outside the Western Cape High Court where Cape Flats gang leader George Gewalt Thomas will be sentenced today. The 49-year-old has been convicted of 53 crimes, including seven of murder. The case has been described as the Western Cape's biggest and most complex prosecution involving gang activities. Journalists are being searched upon entering Court 1 where Judge Chanel Fortain will hand down her verdict today. The prosecution team has also deployed bodyguards to keep an eye on events. Thomas and 16 other co-accused were found guilty of multiple crimes and were tried under the Prevention of Organized Crime Act. The state has asked for a lengthy jail term to be imposed. Suspended University of Cape Town student Trumani Matroile is due to apply for an urgent interdict at the Western Cape High Court today against his disciplinary hearing at the institution. He's one of the leaders of the Roads Must Fall campaign. Matroile wants to stop a disciplinary hearing scheduled for tomorrow and Friday. He says he's appealed his two-month suspension for the alleged attack of a staff member. Matroile is accused of harassing, threatening and racially attacking a member of staff last month. Public sector unions say they've given themselves a week in which to seek solutions to the problems to their salary increase deal with government. Earlier, the unions accused government of attacking the collective bargaining process and threatened to abandon the deal. This after the government said it would raise salaries by 6.4% for the first of the three-year deal and not 7% as agreed last month. Representative of the unions, Mugwena Maluleka. If we fail to resolve it admissibly, because our position is there must be 7% for all the employees of government, uh, if not, then there's nothing on the table. That's the final offer because we've compromised from 10%. And finally, a Truth and Reconciliation Commission in Canada has described as cultural genocide a former policy requiring Aboriginal children to attend residential Christian schools. The chairperson of the commission, Justin Surrey Sinclair, delivered the final report. In the period from Confederation until the decision to close residential schools was taken in this country in 1969, Canada clearly participated in a period of cultural genocide. We heard of the effects of over 100 years of mistreatment of more than 150,000 First Nations, Inuit, and Métis children placed in these schools. Removed from their families and home communities, seven generations of Aboriginal children were denied their identity. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matia.